your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 406 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. Today, very special treat for you guys. We're going to have part two of our conversation with Mr. Adam Denker from Locked On Tampa Bay Lightning. We actually recorded this almost about a week ago at this point, but we had part one last week. Part two had to wait because there was just so much going on between the expansion draft, the NHL draft, and then, of course, the trade of Pavel Buchnevich to the St. Louis Blues. So we've kind of had to uh, wait and kind of keep this on the back burner, but I wanted to make sure this episode gets out today because Adam and I talked quite a bit about the upcoming free agency class, which obviously will be happening later today on Wednesday. Free agency will start, and it's just going to be a complete uh, mad dash to get the player that you want to get for all these NHL teams. Uh, but we get into free agency. We talk about that quite a bit. Uh, both teams' approaches to free agency between the Rangers and the Lightning. And so, yeah, go ahead and enjoy part two of our conversation with Mr. Adam Denker of Locked on Tampa Bay Lightning. The only other thing that I wanted to mention uh, before we play this second part here is that the Rangers are expected to sign Patrick Namath when free agency begins. Namath is a 29-year-old lefty defenseman. Uh, We've heard rumors about the Rangers looking to add a veteran defenseman to the roster. This season, Namath would certainly fit that bill. He has played for the Stars, the Colorado Avalanche, the Detroit Red Wings, and most recently, a second stint with the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I think it's a nice signing. That's kind of the long and short of it for now. I'll save my full thoughts on that for, you know, if and when it actually becomes official and Namath signs on the dotted line, and he indeed is a member of the New York Rangers. But for right now, like I said, part two of our conversation with Adam Denker from Locked On Tampa Bay Lightning. Enjoy. I'm, I'm curious. I've been throwing this this uh, this around with my listeners, and they've been loving it. How you feeling about possibly Tampa convincing Ovi to come down and take the veterans minimum and play on a line with possibly Kucherov and and Point yeah, or Stamkos? <laughs> the, the rich get richer, right? The rich get richer. Yeah. Um, I don't see that happen. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess crazier things have happened, but I, I can't I can't see that happening. That that would be absolutely wild if he did that. And we might as well just rename the NHL to the NBA where all these players just kind of group together on one team and say, let's just wreck this league together. Because I don't even know what you would do, you know, try, trying to knock Tampa Bay off of their perch if uh, if Alex Ovechkin is down there playing for the, the veterans minimum. Yeah, that, that'd be insane, and and I, I I don't the likelihood of it happening is slim to none. But you know, one can dream. I was the one who was yelling when when Chicago came out earlier in the season that they were kind of sellers, and I said, you know what? Since Kucherov's out, just throw in your hat into the Patrick Kane uh, conversation for a trade and see how that works out. But um, it's gonna be interesting to see how the league moves because now you know players are realizing the cap isn't gonna go up like it normally does for a while, and you know, try and win as many cups as you can. Yeah, it's going to be a very lively offseason, I think, even by NHL standards, which is always a lot of fun in the offseason to track, you know, all the trades and, you know, the free agency and all that. But we've got an expansion draft on the calendar this year as well. And there's a lot of big names out there who are kind of on the trade market in general. So I just get the feeling this might be one of the crazier NHL offseasons that we've seen in a long time. But, you know, I figure we, we can wrap up uh, pretty soon here, Adam. But one last thing that I wanted to definitely do was uh, just ask you about free agency. I realize 
Tampa's got, you know, their cap issues. I wouldn't imagine that they would be big time players in free agency, unless of course they get Alex Ovechkin for the league minimum, but let's, let's stay away from that. <laughs> um, but is there any, any free agent that uh, you could see the lightning maybe making a play for, I mean, a, a big name, a small name, or is there anybody on Tampa that's an impending free agent that you'd like to see them lock up? Well, the thing with Tampa is, you know, and I, and I kind of said it before was that you're going to see a lot of guys leave this offseason, whether it's from the expansion draft, whether it's, you know, because I mean, we've, it's been no secret throughout the playoffs that the lightning are way over the cap than they should be. And they had to circumvent it for the playoffs to, to even have a chance at going back to the, to the Stanley cup finals and, and make no mistake about it. They don't have the key to Kucherov. I don't believe that they win the Stanley cup finals again, but there's a ton of players that need their contracts to be restructured. The likelihood of that happening is slim to none. But um, I, I would expect the, the Lightning to not really big, big play, be big players in, in, with the names of like Taylor Hall or David Krejci or even you know Paul Stastny, guys like that, unless they're willing to, to significantly uh, take, a, take a salary cut. Because at the end of the day, the Lightning just need to add more depth. And that's what it really comes down to. That's the luxury of where they're at right now. Yes, they're very constrained by the cap. But they have all their veterans and their key, key players um, locked up for long term. So really, that's what it comes down to. And, and I think that, you know, the, the good thing about it is that they chose to protect their defensive core. So they don't have to worry so much about that. Obviously, they're going to have David Savard leaving. He's probably not going to be back this year just because he's looking for a contract that's going to be significantly higher than what the lightning are going to be willing to dish out. So look for them to possibly get a low, low defenseman just to kind of fill in the gap there. You know, the lightning aren't exactly going to be going for Dougie Hamilton anytime soon as, right. as much as I would like them. You know, if, if, you know, we're talking about possibly, uh, you know, if, if there was no salary cap, that's a whole different story, but I would expect them to go for possibly someone like, uh, you know, kind of like a, a name like, Ian Cole, if he's willing to kind of get talked down, you know, guys like that, um, or, or even an Alec Martinez, or depending on what his price tag is. And those are just names I'm throwing out that I'm looking at. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Greenroom for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Go download the free Greenroom app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, 
high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. With the Rangers, though, you know, I, I spoke before, well, we kind of spoke before, how they, they have a lot of players that they didn't have to protect uh, and, and so forth, So that, you know, and you know what you're getting out of them. But there's always room for improvement, and I don't have the Rangers roster right in front of me, but I would imagine our, the Rangers need to sign some guys here and there to fill some holes. Are you along the lines of them doing that, or do you think they're going to maybe throw one towards some of the top three agents and see what they get? Um, I think that they will be active in free agency this season. I think in general, this year's class is a little bit deeper than last year. And, you know, some of the guys that were at the top of the list last season aren't necessarily favorites of mine, like Taylor Hall. And of course, he's a free agent again this season. But I just felt like whatever he got, he might not quite be worth that. And he signs that one that one year weird $8 million deal with Buffalo of all teams. And now he's a free agent again. But this year, yeah, I expect the Rangers to definitely be a little bit more active. And somebody that I've definitely had my eyes on is Philip Deneau, who of course just helped Montreal make it to the Stanley Cup finals. Now I will say the fact that the Rangers just trade for Barclay Goudreau, maybe they feel like, uh, you know, they, they kind of have a similar skill set. So maybe they feel like Goudreau is the player that's going to do some of the things that Philip Deneau can do. You know, they, they, they are somewhat comparable at least, but I'd still, uh, you know, do my due diligence on Philip Deneau if I'm Chris Drury and the rest of the Ranger front office. I think he brings a lot of good things to the table kind of a defense first forward. He can shut down some star players on the opposing team. He can kill penalties. He's an absolute beast in the face-off circle, which I absolutely love. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Alec Martinez a minute ago, and despite what he did to the Rangers a few years ago, I'd have some interest in him as well. Because like Tampa, I don't necessarily see the Rangers going after uh, that top tier of free agent defensemen, you know, guys like Dougie Hamilton, and maybe you could even throw Tyson Berry into that group as well. But I could see them going to kind of that B level, you know, guys like Alec Martinez, uh, David Savard. So, yeah, I, I could see that as definitely being some kind of a fit, you know, going after somebody who, you know, in Alec Martinez's case is obviously playoff battle tested. He's been in the postseason quite a few times. And of course, he won the Stanley Cup with the Los Angeles Kings. And that's something that the Rangers have talked about. They'd, they'd like to add a veteran defenseman because when you look at their blue line, and I, I really like a lot of the players there. Obviously, Adam Fox just won the Norris. Ryan Lindgren's kind of a throwback player. He's a beast. Uh, Truba, you know, he's obviously been very solid since the Rangers got him. But when you look at the entire group, the oldest player is Jacob Truba. And I believe he's just 26 right now. And he's by far the oldest defenseman that's under contract right now for the Rangers. So for all those reasons, yeah, I, I would love to add, you know, a veteran defenseman, somebody in kind of their late 20s, early 30s, who is playoff battle tested. And, you know, of all the guys I just mentioned, I think Alec Martinez would definitely fit the bill once again, despite him breaking Ranger fans collective hearts a few seasons ago. Yeah, I think that I think him coming in, and, and he's played in the big market before, so it wouldn't be that much of a culture shock him coming to Broadway. But that would definitely be a great way with his style of play to kind of, I guess, I, I don't know if we could say lessen the blow of what happened in the Stanley Cup Finals <laughs> and his part in doing that. But yeah, that'd be that'd be an interesting sign. And I love, I'm I'm a huge proponent of signing big name defensemen as long as it it fits into your system. And and the one thing I know, because obviously you're the go-to guy for this, but what are the what are the Rangers gonna uh, name a captain? You know, I feel like we've gone a couple of yeah. seasons now without a captain <laughs> right? because it's every time they. I, I I don't remember who the last one was that they had for a while, but it seems every time they they 
they, they name a captain, he ends up getting traded down my way. Now, obviously yeah, that, exactly. that's a little bit of that, but um, who, who's the leader on this team? You know, because there was some talk that, you know, uh, from Ranger fans that I know, Panarin's obviously the favorite, but I don't know if there's maybe a, a language barrier thing there. That's possibly the reason as to why, but I, I, or, you know, in my opinion, I think, you know, if there's anybody that should be groomed or it should be in the running, it's Lefrenier because, you know, I was at a Ranger game last year against the Flyers and, and he really, he really, from what I saw on TV to what I saw in person, his game just elevated to a whole nother level. And, and really you saw it just, he just has a presence out there on the ice at such a young age where you would have to consider him right now. Yeah, I, I would definitely throw his name into the hat. I mean, you could make a case for a lot of different people and it's something that's, basically been the million dollar question ever since locked on rangers came into existence you know we've kind of talked about this topic on and off for almost two years now um you know you could go with one of the elder statesmen on the team because of and chris Kreider. although with those two and I, and I like both players it's nothing against them but i just feel like if the rangers were going to make one of those two guys the captain wouldn't they have done it by now you know yeah. it, it's been it's been two and a half years without a without a captain and these guys have been there and they're the two longest tenured rangers on the team and I just feel like, you know, again, if you were going to make one of those two the captain, it, it would have happened by this point. Uh, but beyond that, you know, you could go with a little bit of a youth movement. Alexi Lafreniere, to your point, Adam, he definitely has a presence out there. He definitely grew by leaps and bounds as the season continued. Uh, when they moved him up to the top line toward the end of the season, he was out there with Mika and Buchnevich, and he really kind of clicked with that group. And, uh, you know, again, I, I would probably leave him out there on the top line going into next season. But uh, beyond that, you know, Adam Fox, I think you could certainly make a case for him. He seems like he's got a pretty cool head on his shoulders. And somebody that I've heard recently is kind of gaining some steam as far as potentially being the next Ranger captain is actually Jacob Truba. It sounds like, you know, this being his second year with the Rangers this past year, he stepped up a little bit more in the locker room, became a little bit more of a, of a vocal leader for this team. So, yeah, I mean, the the long and short of it is there's a lot of guys that you can make a case for, but I do think it's time to... to choose somebody you know we've got Gerard Gallant coming in as the new coach we got a whole new coaching staff we got a new GM it's time to slap that C on somebody and just kind of have the conviction you know because again there, there's a lot of players that you can choose from but sooner or later man you just got to pick somebody you know slap that C on somebody and say this is our guy this is who's going to lead us this is what we're going with today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And by the way, just a, what a great hire in Jargalon. Yeah. A guy that led Team Canada to a World Junior recently, who was the coach, obviously, of Vegas when they made that cup run. Guy who really... I think got cheated out on, on, on success that you're seeing from this Panthers team. Uh, we all, some of us know that he was the coach of the Panthers and uh, unceremoniously got left on a road trip. Willie Randolph style. So um, yeah, but uh, it's, you know, this Ranger team is, it's fantastic to see growth. I'm always a fan of seeing young players and thank, 
thank God that the Rangers and the Lightning don't play in the same division because, oh, man, it, it, those two teams colliding, that this is the team that would definitely give a ton of trouble to the Lightning. Yeah, it's one of the few teams that as far as just like, you know, pure talent and scoring ability that I think they're maybe not quite at the Lightning's level. I mean, I can't go that far yet. The Lightning are two-time defending Stanley Cup champions after all. But, you know, if they're going to get into one of those wild games, I mean, the Rangers could beat the Lightning 6-5. to five, And there's other teams in the league that if it's a high-scoring game with the Lightning, they're not going to win. The, the Rangers are one of the teams that maybe could keep up with them in a game like that. Well, yeah, I mean, with the two goaltenders, which is Sterkin and obviously Bazzi down here, I, I think that this kid, this just has all the makings for our two teams meeting in the, in, in, the fi- in the conference finals for many years to come. I'm looking forward to it, man. And, you know, hopefully it, it kind of represents a changing of the guard if you're a Ranger fan, because I do feel like, you know, any team that's going to go to the Eastern Conference or, or the Stanley Cup Finals, rather, you're going to have to sooner or later get by the Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs. I mean, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I can't see the Lightning going down in the first round or anything like that. They're, they're going to probably end up making it at least to the second round or the conference finals. And, you know, to, to unseat, to, to win the Stanley Cup, if you're a team in the Eastern Conference, sooner or later, you're going to have to get through Tampa. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's really what it goes down to is that the Stanley Cup goes through Tampa. You know, if, if you win that, I think that's the kind of team. And we saw that with Tampa uh, last year's cup run. You know, Boston was the big bad team and, and they beat them. And, and really after that, that, that took their, their style of play to a whole nother level. And I think that's what it comes down to for any team that has cup aspirations is that I think if you go, if you, if you want to take your game to a next level, you got to go through Tampa and you got to beat them. And that's really what it comes down to. Absolutely. And uh, one more question that I wanted to ask you that's kind of related to what we're talking about right now, you know, looking forward to some Ranger lightning matchups next season is, you know, it's looking like the NHL with the pandemic, hopefully soon becoming a thing of the past. The NHL is going to go back to, you know, 82 games and the normal divisions and we'll have, you know, play outside of your own division. Um, What are your thoughts on that going back to the normal divisions? And how did you feel about only playing teams within your division uh, this past season that, that just concluded here? Um, well, the hype leading up to the, the secluded divisions, it, it was it was awesome. You know, you got to you kind of got to see that that Panthers Lightning rivalry flourish for the first time in twenty plus years, uh, and, and this is the first time that those two teams were were legitimately both good at the same time, and it, that led to the Sunshine State SmackDown series that we had in the first round, which was fantastic. Uh, but after a while, and I'm sure you could attest to this as well, possibly, is that after the first 20 games, especially with the frequency, I wouldn't say it got boring for me, but, you know, maybe just on my side of things, I think playing the Red Wings every other week kind of, it, it got stale after a while, I think. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. Playing teams like that, playing the Blue Jackets every other week, playing Dallas three times a week or something like, you know, something along those lines. It was nice. I loved the frequency of the schedule just from a content level. And I think you, I think any of our co-hosts, any of our hosts on the NHL channel could attest that as well as that just from, you know, it kept us busy and there wasn't a lull day where, you know, on the regular schedule, some teams will have weeks off, but at the same time, you know, you want to have kind of that measuring stick, how you, how you go, especially going into the playoffs, you know, it's going up against a team like Montreal and, and New York, you know, Lightning didn't play them this year. Yeah, they played New York last year, and there wasn't that much of a turno- uh, turnover on the roster. But still, you want to at least have that 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 game or those games to go back on. And and but I am so excited to get back to the normal divisions. Having said that, though, 
the the NHL the the Atlantic Division is going to be a, a an insane dogfight this year. Uh, you got you know you're going to have the Bruins, the Canadians, the Panthers, uh, the Lightning. You know the, the you're going to have the Senators. You know and, and, and all those teams are either very good right now or on their way to be very good teams. And I think that's what it comes down to is that you know the Lightning have a tough task even. And now, if they if they repeat, then we're you know we're all saying the last few years were the most difficult time to win a cup. But I think if they come back and they play against, if they do what they got to do in the division and then come back and 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 win the Stanley Cup again, I think that's going to be even a bigger feat uh, for them to come and do that. And then the only team, the week one, I think is Buffalo. I mean, you also have Detroit, but Detroit is a sneaky good team, and I think people shouldn't sleep on them. What about the the Metro? Are, are you looking forward to get back into the the Metro with those teams or, and, and also as well, how did you enjoy this year's schedule? Yeah, I think I'm ready to go back to normal. I mean, the Ranger division wasn't as affected as much as the lightning division this past season was. It was just, you know, two different teams as opposed to two teams that had been there in the past. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I have kind of a similar take as you, Adam. I mean, it, it's fun and it was exciting. And I think for just one year, it was actually kind of cool. You know, this 56 game regular season, you're only playing division matchups, but it's just like everything else, man. You know, if you just keep doing it and doing it, doing it, and every single game is against either the Islanders or the Penguins or the Bruins or the Flyers, it, like, it stops being special. It just becomes the new norm. And so division rival games don't stand out as much because all you're doing is playing teams in your division. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool for one season. Um, I did get tired of watching the Rangers just get, you know, absolutely wrecked by the Islanders every time they played them, seemingly. That, that, that was rough. <laughs> it's just not a good matchup for the Rangers right now. And hopefully, you know, Barclay Goodrow can come in here and, and kind of help the Rangers turn it around against that team. But um, yeah, you know, man, I, I'm ready to go back to normal next season. I'm, I'm ready to play the entire league, at least a couple games against, you know, every team from around the NHL. And of course, you'll still play your division rivals more than you'll play any other teams. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for everything to go back to normal in more ways than just hockey, just around the world in general as well. Yeah, and I agree with that as well. I can't wait to to go to games more often um, and kind of, you know, it not feel weird to go to an NHL game or just a sporting event in general. So uh, that's the thing about this that really, you know, it makes it great is that, you know, we're finally getting back to normal. And the only thing I'm not going to miss uh, that I didn't miss was West Coast trips. Yes. And I'm sure you can yes. attest to that too as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we got some practice with that at NHL.com. I mean, there were definitely some late nights there covering those West Coast games and, of course, all the, the post-game stuff as well. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I kind of got used to every game starting at, like, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock at the latest. And, you know, we're both going to have to go back to covering a couple of 10-30 games next season. But, hey, it is what it is. It's, it's obviously a ton of fun hosting these podcasts, and I, I suppose it's just the price you pay working in professional sports, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Adam, listen, man, this is always a ton of fun, you know, doing these crossover episodes, catching up a little bit. And um, yeah, we'll definitely have to do this again. Maybe before the season starts, we'll, we'll do at least one more of these. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to it, buddy. All right. Once again, a big, big thanks to Mr. Adam Danker from Locked on Tampa Bay Lightning for teaming up for this special two-part crossover edition special here. And a big thanks to you guys, as always, for listening to the Locked on New York Rangers podcast, your team every day. 
And with that, we basically just kind of wait for these last few hours to tick away here. And for the start of free agency, I'm sure it's going to be a complete free-for-all like it always is. And in our next episode, I'm sure we'll have quite a bit to talk about as far as what the Rangers do and maybe even a little bit about what they don't do in uh, our next episode. Hopefully, the Rangers are active. Hopefully, they go after some of the targets that we've already mentioned on this podcast. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. NBA draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time.